0: Good evening and welcome to the 219th episode of Hops and Box Office Flops, the internet's premier podcast for bad movies and mostly good beer. Tonight we are discussing the penultimate installment of our bomb-com series where we look at romantic comedies that might have broken some hearts but failed to break the bank. Tonight we're discussing 2020's Palm Springs. I am Captain Cash and I am just here for drinks and hijinks. Along with me for this ride are Bling Blake. Hello and a very angry, which is saying a lot for him, thunderous wizard. Fuck you, Captain Cash. Hops and box office flops. A place where we can celebrate the underdog films, the bombs, the disasters, the much maligned movies that have drowned in their infamy So please sit back, grab a beer, and enjoy the show. Good evening and welcome to the 219th episode of Hops and Box Office Flops, the internet's premier podcast for bad movies and mostly good beer. Tonight we are discussing the penultimate installment of our bomb-com series where we look at romantic comedies that may have broken some hearts but failed to break the bank. Tonight, we're discussing 2020's Palm Springs. I am Captain Cash, and I'm just here for the drinks and hijinks. Along with me for this ride are Bling Blake. Hello. And a very angry, which is saying a lot for him, thunderous wizard. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Put it down, put it down.
1: Let's talk this out. Too late, shitbird. Sit in that chair and let me strap these... (laughs) Let me strap these jumper cables to your sack. (laughs) Listen,
0: pain is real in here. We just... You, you do get to drink as much as you want, and you never have a hangover though, which is pretty great. There are benefits. Okay, so you. <laughs> let's talk through this, and, and maybe we'll find a way out. For those of you who aren't aware, like our lovely Bling Blake, Palm Springs is in fact a time loop movie. But before that, beer. Tonight, we are enjoying Alpha Claws by Three Floyds Brewing. This is christmas themed version of their alpha king beer is an american porter that pours a deep brown almost black and comes at a me approved 7.3 abv and while not exactly tied to the movie it's officially december which means it's christmas beer time hooray beer so what do you say bling blake how many bad movies would you be willing to sit through for this beer you know
2: uh christmas beers aren't always my favorite because they can tend to be a little bit heavy um, Fair. but this three Floyd's one is, is nice, you know, 7.3. It's not super boozy. Um, I don't think they go too overboard with the spices. So I like that one. Um, easily for me, two, two bad
0: movies. Easy. Oh yeah. That's where I'm at too. It's it's right up my alley. And it's one of those things where I like this kind of beer to begin with. So it it's, I don't know that I have the most objective palette, right? Cause I, I'm probably going to like this beer and under ordinary circumstances, it's a two movie beer for me. Easy. Uh, I might even be willing to go to a three. Like it's not perfect. I I think it hides the booze really well, but given the level of booze, I do like a little bit of heat on it, and I don't necessarily get that. So mm-hmm. comfortably, two maybe two and a half is what I would say. Nice, fantastic. So getting back to the movie, let's talk the details of Palm Springs. Palm Springs was directed by Max Barbacal I'm assuming I'm saying that correctly, and stars. Andy, Lonely Island Sandberg, and Christina Milatti as Niles and Sarah, two strangers who get stuck in a time loop while attending a wedding at the titular Palm Springs. The film also stars J.K. Simmons in the role of antagonist Roy. We also have Superman himself, Tyler Hachen Is that how that's said, Thunderous
1: Wizard? I always call him Hoakland.
0: Ho- Hoakland? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hoakland? Yeah. What? The, our most recent Superman who isn't new movie Superman. Yes, from Lois and Superman, Superman,
1: Superman and Lois. He's great. He's like a good dude. I I like him uh, and everything. Uh, Either way,
0: he plays Abe, the groomsman, and Camilla, Veronica, Mendez as the bride and Sarah's younger sister. Super eyebrows, Peter Gallagher is in the film as father of the bride. And this runs at a crisp 90 minutes. You want a short ass movie? This here is your short ass movie. The film premiered at Sundance in the cursed year of 20 and 20. And while it only made 1.5 million on a budget of 5 million, it is a critical darling sitting at 94% on Rotten Tomatoes and is currently available on Hulu.
1: I mean, for the record, this only got a very limited release because it was a Hulu film. Uh, But I know they screened it at a couple of festivals and that's why it was on my radar prior to, to hitting streaming because it was supposed to be really great. And turns out it is really great. Um, So it's awesome that it is a free movie. I mean, it's not a movie you need to see on the big screen.
2: That's fair. Yeah. No, not at all. You should see. Yeah. That's, is this one that, uh, you know, obviously we, we streamed a lot in 2020 and 2021, I, honestly I did not the first time I saw this was when I watched it for the pod same same I had never bothered to watch it I knew it was out there I knew people liked it I didn't know anything about it at all going into it um, and I was super pleasantly surprised I I really really liked this movie and so yeah I, I. the only thing I have a complaint about is that we're classifying it as a flop uh, for the purposes of this show that being said I'm really happy that we're doing oh. it because I watched it and I liked it.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the rules are made up and nothing matters.
1: Yeah. I'm oh, nice that's true. That's true.
2: <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, that's fair.
1: Um, although I, I do enjoy that. We've got like three movies I like in a row for this bombcom series, because when we decided to do bombcoms, who Oh boy, there's a lot of directions. This could have went
2: <laughs> a lot. And I mean, we're obviously going to do this uh, this month again, at some point in the future, because there is, fodder Just for so many years yeah uh so maybe we were we were probably a little selfish in
0: doing movies that we all enjoyed that bombed but uh you know eventually I, we'll, we'll watch some romantic comedies we hate i would much rather spend my time talking about movies i like than movies i don't but to that end let's get into the plot so the short version is on november 9th in a, in palm springs niles wakes up and attempts to have sex with his girlfriend misty he spends the day drinking and basically lazing around the pool in advance of a wedding where his girlfriend is the maid of honor. At the reception, Niles bonds with Sarah, the bride's sister, through an improbable series of dancing and giving the best, best man speech, except he just hijacks the mic I've ever seen. I've been to a lot of weddings. I don't think I've ever seen anything go that well. Uh... Impressive.
1: I've seen things go as brutally as uh the maid of honor Misty's speech. <laughs> oh, I she's mean. done. Yeah. Oh, she's done. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Misty does not give a great speech, but I mean, hey, but it
1: at least hooks up with the uh the minister,
0: the officiant, the Australian yeah. officiant <laughs> the, who has the,
1: drugs, the Australian yeah. officiant who loves dressing like a cowboy.
0: Like a cowboy. I have a couple I have a couple important questions. Well, I, no, I have one important question. Given the choice between handsome Australian officiant who has drugs or Niles, who somehow navigates this wedding flawlessly between the dance moves, the knowing the drinks, and giving a speech seemingly impromptu, who is the better choice on the day, you think?
1: Well... She it's clearly like one of those, like, hates fucking kill
0: situations, yeah, but kind
1: of, but that his dance routine, which is one of the highlights of the movie for me. Uh, every woman at that wedding would be like, who's this guy in the swim trunks and <laughs> the Hawaiian up, shirt, the yeah. Hawaiian just,
0: just the absolute king of this party. That's fair. That's fair. He, he does absolutely crush it.
2: I knew that I loved this movie as soon as I realized that, Andy Samberg was going to wear kind of my summer aesthetic for the entire film.
0: I was pretty happy about that. The, and yeah, I assume you were consulted as as a costume. As a costume. <laughs> I was, yeah. They gave me a call about wardrobe. It's mostly stuff from my closet. In fact, <laughs> it's like it's Hawaiian shirts, but not like obviously Hawaiian. You know, yeah. It's just more like
2: obnoxiously
0: Hawaiian. Yeah, yeah. That's kind, kind of my before. speed. <laughs> in any case, Sarah chooses niles the absolute king of the party and they head out into the desert ostensibly to have sex uh they start making out they get undressed when suddenly out of nowhere roy shows up and starts shooting niles with a bow and arrow which is a ama- like samberg just sells this so incredibly hard it is spectacular
2: Again, I, I was so confused by this movie because I didn't have any idea of what I was getting into. And I was like, I thought he was getting shot at by the guy he talked to at the pool earlier. Like they had like some kind of like a, thought it was going to be a weird, like most dangerous game kind of situation. Like suddenly he was being hunted by somebody like, oh, like you like, oh, live once, you know, like I didn't know what's going on. It was amazing.
1: <laughs> Surviving the wedding. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Gary Busey pops out of a bush.
2: <laughs> or if it was like a bit like that he that he set off too early this is the way they, they they break up with girls after they hook up at weddings i had no idea where this was going it was wild
0: no in fact this guy is just shooting niles so he crawls toward a cave he warns sarah don't come in here but she follows him in and then immediately wakes up and realizes it's november 9th again she confronts niles and the that by following him into the cave, she has become stuck in the time loop Niles has been stuck in for, the movie's never really clear, but it seems like a long, long time. Like, like a hundred years. Like maybe, yeah, to the point where it's like, oh, wow, you, you've been in here a while, huh? Long time. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sarah, Sarah tries various methods to escape as you might normally expect, we we do a quick suicide tear. But eventually, she settles into, well, we're all kind of stuck here, so I might as well enjoy it. And she adopts Niles' lifestyle of, let's get drunk and have fun. They steal a plane, they go to a local bar, they go shooting. Uh, and as they kind of develop this relationship, they begin waking up in the morning excited to see one another. This all culminates when Sarah tired of Roy showing up occasionally to murder Niles actually hits him with a car and, and defeats Roy in the short term only for Niles to then reveal after having lied previously that they had never hooked up, that he had had sex with Sarah many, many times before. Yeah. And this sets them in like a, like that. I don't know that that's the wham line of the movie. There, it's it's one of two. If it's not this one, it's the other one that we'll talk about in just a sec. But when he delivers that line, it's like, oh, wow, that's a real gut punch.
1: Yeah, because she asks him. And of course, he details everyone who he's uh, had intercourse with, which is also very, very funny, which includes like this old bar fly, as well as the guy he gives a beer in the pool <laughs> at the opening of the movie. And then he jokes about hooking up with her dad. It's just too good.
0: It, it is great it is legitimately great i mean
2: he's um, been in
1: there for a long time dude i'd have a go at gallagher if i was stuck in a time loop i'd, I'd have a go at gallagher me? if he walked into my hotel room right
2: now
0: i was gonna say come on it's gallagher the
1: dad from that, the oc he, come he, on. Dude, waggle I waggled those eyebrows
0: o- at you and that would be it <laughs> i
2: watched the oc because of peter gallagher and no other reason <laughs>
1: if he Bad if he came into tactic. my
2: room right now and said the word yoga lattes to me i would i i don't know i'd probably just blow my brains out because my life's complete dude gallagher Man, done here just gonna run just
1: off with gallagher just so steamy doesn't matter what he's doing always oh, he's, smoldering
2: he's, he's, he's a poor man's pierce brosnan and i love him for it
1: such heat even in even in uh <laughs> that movie where he's in a coma while you were sleeping. <laughs> While you were sleeping? Never seen a sexier man on a coma in my life. Oh my god, yeah. That's a that... lot
0: to unpack, but we're just going to move forward Uh because Sarah wakes up and we get, after avoiding Niles, we actually get the secondary wham shot, which is Sarah avoids Niles, so Niles goes looking for her and can't find her in, in her room. And ultimately, it's revealed that Sarah slept with the groom the night before the wedding, which is, again her sister's soon-to-be husband, she slept with him the night before their wedding, and that's why she's having such trouble with this, because she wakes up every morning with the worst guilt possible, knowing that she's done this great betrayal, which I I mean, I, I kind of called it. I, I saw where it was going, because you can tell when she wakes up, she's not happy about it, and there are hints. But, I don't know, the, with, for of the two, right, The I, I've, we've slept together a thousand times, and seeing... Uh, what's his name Abe in the shower? Which to you do you feel like was the greater gut punch?
1: Oh I mean i I kind of saw that coming the, which one the, the Abe thing mm. so I think him admitting it and then her like losing it, yeah you know, because he's not really sympathetic to the fact that she wants to get out like he never really probes like she's having this mental breakdown when she kills Roy with the police car, <laughs> yeah, and then walks in front of a fucking semi. <laughs> That
0: sounds really dark, and it is. But this is a comedy; it's it's not really played for laughs. But at no point are you like, "Oh God, this is terrible."
1: Well, that's right. what, it's
0: still it's still Groundhog's Day.
2: I yeah, mean, it's still it's makes, still Bill Murray driving the truck off the cliff.
0: Makes
1: yeah. this movie good is and Groundhog's Day good because if you have a time loop movie, there has to be like a real beating heart at the center of it. You have to like these people because you're stuck with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. So, Ultimately, it's revealed that. In avoiding Niles completely, Sarah has been spending this time studying, trying to figure out a way out of the time loop where, for again, who knows how long she's stuck in there. She basically becomes a PhD in quantum physics and through experimentation discovers that if you blow yourself up inside the glowing cave, it frees you from the time loop. Sarah presents this information to Niles and basically it becomes an argument do you want to leave or we can stay in here forever? Because Niles clearly loves Sarah. She He wants to stay with her forever. And the world outside has been so different to him. And it, he's been stuck for so long. Can he do it? But Sarah says, look, you're coming with me or you're not. They attend the wedding one final time. Sarah delivers a great bridesmaid speech. Ending with her pointing at Abe and going, don't fuck this up. Which well done again, talking about that heart. Uh, and then drives out to the cave, drives out to the cave. Niles chases her down, admits he loves her, is willing to risk it. They blow up and they awaken on November 10th. It's worked for all intents and purposes. And now they go hang out at the pool that had the that they had previously hung out earlier in the movie. Where it was a a couple who had had left town, or a family that had left town, except they're back on the tenth. Boom. They they pan away, and you see dinosaurs in the distance.
1: Which uh, oh, and she also tells Roy how to get out.
0: Well, yeah, you get that yeah. in a mid credit scene. Yeah. But with the dinosaurs in the distance, and the fact that in the mid credit scene, Niles doesn't recognize. So Roy has been given the information on how to get out of the time loop. And when Roy is in the time loop and sees Niles, Niles doesn't recognize him. So it tells Roy, Oh, there's a way out. My question for you is why the dinosaurs at the end, did they actually escape?
1: Well, it could, it could be that they were in purgatory. They were actually dead or something. The whole time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a happy ending, but also sort of a confusing one. It's supposed to be sort of mysterious in a way, but mm-hmm. I yeah, because we ends
0: saw
2: the dinosaurs when they were when they were tripping. When they were the on the
1: mushrooms, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh and people do have shared hallucinations. So maybe we were all just in on the, the shared hallucination with them. I don't
0: know. I choose to believe that. I the film definitely ends in an upbeat way that isn't overly like it's not too sweet it's just the right amount of okay that they're gonna find their happy future and niles references a dog that he has he's like oh i gotta go get my dog you never mentioned a dog oh it didn't come up which i thought was pretty uh, a pretty solid way to end it yeah does he does he remember his life now that it's the 10th like say that's the other thing that that they don't really address because if he was stuck in there long enough like I go on vacation for a week and sometimes I get back to work and I'm like, wait, what do I do? Oh, right. That's my job. He's been stuck in there for what seems like at least decades, at least decades, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long time.
1: I mean, the montage of the torture that Roy submits him to also one of my favorite moments of the movie indicates that he's been murdered many, many times. <laughs>
0: Just saying. Yeah, I'm sure that was
2: more of a highlight reel as well and not meant to be all. All inclusive. of the
0: time. <laughs> These are just the most interesting ones. Oh no, We're yeah. skipping the ones where he just hits him with a car yeah. or, yes. you know, shoots him.
1: Yeah, those are boring. There's a few things you need in a great time loop movie and and really good montages is one of them. This movie has a couple of great montages. Yeah. So with that in mind, before we jump to
0: the break, how many beers do you need for this movie? Let's go, bling bling.
2: I mean, realistically, you don't need any. But uh, I, I mean, I say that a lot every time I like a movie. So that maybe that's it's lost its cachet. But this this is a great movie. So for me, ninety minutes. Uh, it's an easy two enjoyment beers, maybe three uh, if you want to try to keep up with Andy a little bit and have some fun. But, yeah, have a few beers. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a great movie.
0: Uh, hard to agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm right there with you.
1: Thunderous Wizard? Yeah, you don't need any beers to uh, enjoy this movie, but this is all enjoyment beers. It's also a great drinking game movie for younger oh. people who are going to stay at home and drink responsibly. Like, anytime Andy Samberg cracks a beer, you crack a beer
0: in 90 uh, minutes no that i don't yeah. think that's drinking responsibly that's you dying <laughs> as
1: long as you're at home you're safe you know andy Sandberg's immortal in this uh, we are not <laughs> but yeah this is it's a 90 minute movie it does not feel long at all this movie flies right by so three enjoyment beers of the highest enjoyment rating i love this movie i remember watching it right when it came out on hulu Uh, Then I watched it with my sister and brother-in-law because they had told me about it. hadn't watched it yet. And so this is my third time seeing this. And I distinctly remember watching it in 2020 because we're also starved for content.
0: I hate that word, content.
1: Entertainment. Entertainment during the pandemic, right? There was nothing new really coming out. It's like, oh, this movie's coming out? I love Andy Samberg. Cool. And it's like, holy shit, that was awesome.
2: Yeah and it's so funny because I I do love Andy Sandberg right like um one of re- one of my recommendations later is going to be uh Hot Rod. but like I love Andy Sandberg and when this movie came out I was like I have no interest in watching an Andy Sandberg romantic comedy right now Maybe I wasn't in the right headspace because of the pandemic, but it's the perfect place for this movie to have come out, right? Like we were all made
1: duck,
0: and this yeah, is no, we were a all guy living
2: fucking groundhogs day for the entire. <laughs> that's that's what year. I want to ask.
0: Okay, hold on to that thought. We're okay. gonna go to a quick break, and when we come back, we're jumping in on exactly that. Yay! Good evening, and welcome to the. 219th episode of Hops and Box Office Flops, the internet's premier podcast for bad movies and mostly good beer. Tonight, we are discussing the penultimate installment in our BombCom series where we look at romantic. Com- Damn it, the loop started again. Well, let's just get to our lingering questions. Uh, before we jumped, which you, the listener, may or may not remember, depending on where you're at in the time loop, we all agree this is a great movie, right? Yes. Undoubtedly, it would have been successful. My question for you, given the time loop nature of the film, would it have been as well received had it not been released during the pandemic where we all felt as though we were experiencing the groundhog every day is the same?
1: Yeah, I think this is just a really, really good movie. And I think it would have made a lot of money had it had a full theatrical release in a time and place where theaters were actually happening. I I accept
0: that, but I'm saying, do you think it, it earns the 94 or was that 94% on Rotten Tomatoes or was that a product of,
1: Hey, we're all stuck. This is me right now. I mean, I think, yeah, I think it does. Like, okay. Uh, outside of the Sandler movie he did, uh, where he's Sandler's estranged son Yeah, and, uh, and Hot Rod, which actually is like a cult classic now, but it wasn't super well reviewed. Like almost everything Lonely Island is a part of gets really good reviews. Uh Popstar is incredible. Uh the Bash Brothers experience on Netflix is incredible. Like he's just he's gotta be one of the better creative comedy people going.
0: Oh, I mean he and his same. little
1: troop. And you know, yeah,
0: they're awesome. To me, Sandberg is absolutely the very best version of that nerdy comic that was super popular like 15 years ago between him, Jay Berschell, uh who who's the guy that Lex oh, Luthor? Uh Jesse Eisenberg, Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, or, Jimmy
1: Fallon desperately wishes he was as cool as Andy Sandberg. Oh, not a, yeah,
0: not even close. Um, or even um who's Scott Pilgrim. Michael Sarah. Oh, Michael Sarah. Yeah, it was yeah. like
1: there was an era of the awkward, nerdy type. Yeah, uh, comedic. I mean,
0: a- arguably, even Seth Rogen falls into that. that I mean, current. a lot
1: of those guys. That was like the thing, right? Like that's sort of the premise of of Knocked Up, or even the Forty Year Old Virgin is. Oh, yeah. Here's the really awkward lead, you know, because Carell was sort of that way too.
0: Yeah. But I mean, I, I but I agree. I, I feel like Sandberg is the the strongest. Uh, I don't know talent, but definitely strongest writer of all of those between that and Brooklyn Nine Nine and just yeah, yeah. generally
1: the Lonely Island stuff. Like I love Adam Sandler, right? But Adam Sandler is like what I would consider lowbrow Andy Sandberg. Like I can see the, that the jokes are punch a lot lower. The, the 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 scripts and stuff of the movie seem to try a lot less hard. Uh, but there's the musical stuff. There's all those things. And then, of course, Adam mm-hmm. Sandler, like when he feels like doing something outside of like the, hey, you guys are going to eat this up. So here it is like murder mystery, too. Right. Which I love. Uncut Gems pretty good Yeah. Was He's incredible. incredible. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did that on the pod, didn't we? No, but we should. Because oh, it'll be it like, good. I mean, Blink Blake might have a heart attack around the quiz. That movie is like intensity and anxiety personified.
2: It's so much, man. I have a hard time with it, but I love that movie. It was so good. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I I think this one it it definitely benefited from kind of a a right place at the right time situation Mm. for sure. But no, I'm I'm with T Dubs. Like this movie is just good. I think it's worth ninety four percent. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not. 94, but it should certainly still be, you know, high 80s. You know, so they kind of got lucky in that regard. But I mean, it's hard to say you got lucky when you didn't make a ton of movie, a ton of money off of everybody loving your movie.
0: Fair. Second question. Is there any place that feels like Palm Springs to you? Uh, And I mean what another phrase might be what's what's a liminal place a place where you feel stuck in time.
1: Oh I mean I haven't been back to Pittsburgh in a while, but I could certainly say that for Pittsburgh. That seems reasonable. Uh, I'm, not, I'm
0: not too proud.
1: But, a lot of yeah, the smaller cities around Arizona, like for example, I was just in Pres- Prescott. When you go to Prescott or Sedona, they feel kind of stuck in time. Uh, but the main one, because I've been down there so many times, is Ocean Beach, San Diego, where you know, it's not far from downtown San Diego. It's one of the beach cities, but it's like the hippie beach. That place is totally stuck in time. Isn't uh, is that where swam? Is that where yes, Blake went yeah. skinny dipping? <laughs> that's where, yeah, where Blake just ran bare like, ass yeah. naked into the surf, <laughs> where he had to have his <laughs> dip in the ocean to save his life. <laughs> he was struggling so hard. Yeah, Ocean Beach feels absolutely stuck in time. You I could walk into a bar at 6 a.m. on any given day <laughs> and it'd feel like <laughs> the same day as the week before. <laughs> nice.
2: Uh, for me, there is a little town uh, up in the Adirondack National Park called Old Forge, and and Old Forge is like that. Um, every time I go there, it's just like, it had, the place hasn't changed in in 60 years. Um, and so I always kind of crack up when I go there. And then I pretend that I'm the same age that I was the first time I went to Old Forge and drink like that. And then have a and you're starkly reminded
0: home. you're not that age any longer. I'm not that age anymore.
2: No, I'm not that person. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's it for old forge for me. Old forge.
0: Fair enough. Now, follow up question to that question, which is: Is there a place you would want to be stuck forever? If you had to pick your palm, what is your ideal Palm Springs? That's no, there's no place that I would
2: want to be stuck forever. I don't think. Fair, uh, but like, yeah, but I mean, you got to be know. stuck somewhere. Yeah, put me on the. Put me on the Grand Canyon with my boys, you know, on a rafting trip. I'll be stuck on a on a river camping trip Wait, forever. That'd be fun.
1: Would Ray be there?
0: Probably. <laughs> no, I guess. The, no, I guess the problem with that is no. Ray is the one who hunts you. <laughs> yeah, Ray's my. Royal. You had a good time with Ray once, and then he spends the rest of eternity hunting you. How much better is Damned River if J.K. Simmons is River Rat Ray?
1: Oh, my God. A thousand times better. <laughs> that, I mean, that's, that's up. Like, <laughs> pick any movie
0: and insert J.K. Simmons. That's not fair. <laughs>
1: that adds so much gravitas to Damned River. <laughs> we would have a movie not a
0: overflowing with gravitas to begin with. It, th- this gives it any amount of gravitas.
2: Yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if, like, maybe I, I, I'm regretting that, right? Like, I think really the thing is. You just think of a cool ass place to be. And that's, you know, like where you where you have a lot of options.
0: I think that's the move. You gotta go big city. You gotta go big city where you could do different things every time.
2: Imagine how like amazing you could crush it like Disney World if you knew all the shtick.
0: Nope. Nope. That's not enough. It's got to be bigger. You can't go yeah, Disney World. That
1: wouldn't be fun. You'd still be around sweaty annoying people. I'm
2: just saying you wake up at Disney World. You got all of Florida that you could that you could walk to in a day. Oh, that's fair. You, know, you could do the Everglades, you know, you could be down in Miami.
1: Yeah, well, it depends on the season, right? Cuz if you're waking up in Florida in like June, it's like this fucking sucks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I want that. I want that like that 3-day window where there's no families uh down there. I want that one. But it wouldn't be orlando it'd be you know, I don't know like
1: somewhere cool you're saying you don't want to go to like the espn zone on the orlando city walk i mean <laughs> it's not your ideal first of that. all that's the boardwalk and it's disney
2: no 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 he's talking about about universal city walk
1: well there's that yeah there's like an espn yeah. zone like there is far yeah. there's a Indian margaritaville
2: zone. down there you know here's here's the oh advantage there go. Of a place yeah. like margaritaville like Think of all, like, you know, he was in Palm Street at this wedding. He had sex with everybody. You have a much more diverse pool. That's true. Into which you may cast your line in a place (laughs) like... Is that what we're calling it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Now, final question before we go to break number two. How many loops before we start doing murders?
1: Oh, I'm like three or four in before Uh, i start that's generous you and i both (laughs)
0: know the second you figure
1: out looping is possible you're going full gta (laughs) i mean that the cowboy right like the moment i catch that happening it's like dude you're dead (laughs) and i'm gonna get you tomorrow and the next day (laughs) (laughs) how you feel about it really so i guess the, the key takeaway is you really are the
0: roy of this pod. All right, good to know.
1: I mean, I I probably if somebody got me stuck in a time loop at a wedding I didn't want to be at, I mean that guy would catch some shit for sure. <laughs> Murders are gonna happen.
0: That's all I'm saying. Uh, terrific. Bling Blake, how how long before you go full man at the Roxbury?
2: I I would like to think that I would hold out for a while before I crossed that particular bridge. <laughs> But he'd like to think that, ladies. I mean. probably wouldn't. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be much longer than T. Dubs.
1: How how long before you make a pass at Gallagher, though? Oh, well, that's, I mean,
2: that's before I figure out I'm in a
0: time loop. You say <laughs> first
1: yeah. first pass night of the wedding? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the first time I went, the
0: initial night. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Peter, how's it how how's it going? Yeah. Can we uh can we buy you a couple drinks?
2: Exactly. How do you feel about a sea breeze?
0: How, how would you feel <laughs> if I just lightly caressed your eyebrows? Is that a- Big, i'm just gonna lick my fingers but it's mm. is that a bugaboo for you
1: <laughs> can i muss your hair just for a second just, just tussle feel, it can feel how silky smooth it is please
0: I, can i call you sandy all right we're gonna take a brief break and hear from yeah. our fellow podcaster on the double turn
1: podcast And don't forget to check out our home base at wabamentertainment.com for all your comic book and movie needs and check out our sister podcast Hops and Box Office Flops. Enjoy and we'll catch you on the flip
0: side. Good evening and welcome to the 219th episode of Hops and Box... You know what? You've got this already. It's it's a time loop. We're on to Trivia Springs and you can use any of the standard pod chime-ins that you would like. Uh, And we're off. Number one. It was prohibitively expensive to film Palm Springs in the actual town of Palm Springs. Where instead was the movie shot? Was it A, Sedona, Arizona? Was it B, Palmdale, California? B, La Quinta, California? Or D, Boulder City, Nevada? Farts and tarts. Giving it to bling Blink. Blake.
2: I feel like Nevada should be right on up there with some good tax credits. Let's go
0: with Boulder City. You would think that, but you would be incorrect, sir. Damn.
1: Uh, Shipbird. La Quinta.
0: Oh, I'm afraid it was, in fact, Palmdale. Palmdale, yeah. Man.
1: Uh, Sedona would also be uh, pricey. Expensive. Yeah, uh, that's what I was thinking. Uh, They used to film a ton of Western movies there, though, way back in the day. It's one of the most beautiful places if you can ever get out there. It's It's definitely
0: on the bucket list. Number two, the beer that Niles drinks throughout the film is called what? Is it A, Alamo beer? Is it B, Cerveza Chango? Is it C, Acapara? Or is it D, Dharma Initiative? I'm going to shoot. Ooh, bling blake. C, the Akatara. Akupara. That is correct. Yeah, yeah, that was that was it. Uh as the follow-up question, number three. What does Akupara mean? Open oh, this... to Thunderous Wizard or Bling Blake. Just chime in. Is this, this is a bonus question, or is this no, is actually this is, number three? This is the this is number three. Oof. No no bonus point or no no I feel like uh, I mean, should shoot know it, from the hip. But... Yeah. Uh delicious water.
1: It's a
0: good guess, well, but Par incorrect.
1: Para is four. Four and para are two different variations of, of four. Like not F O U R F O R. So I, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what I mean. Yeah. What is it? Those are not
0: correct. In fact. It is Sanskrit for unlimited or unbound. It is also ah. the name of the world's turtle in various mythologies. The concept that the world rests upon the back of a giant tortoise. That giant that,
1: tortoise. Is this that turtle from uh, it? Uh,
0: <laughs> yes. No, oh. I, I'll, I'll give anyone a bonus point if they can rename that turtle from it.
1: Oh, I should know because it's also in the gunslinger. It is. And... uh Fuck, I can't remember it though. It's been so long. Metwan, right? Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah, but they find it. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah they they left that they they left that out of it part two, which we can all agree was the lesser of those two
1: films. Which is a shame. Yeah, yeah.
0: Man, they had a dynamite cast too. All right,
1: moments for sure. But yeah.
0: I contend that watching a bunch of children run away from a scary clown. Way scary. Yeah. It's scary. Watching a bunch of adults run away from a scary clown is a lot less I, scary. I think
1: what kills it part two for me, and I'm sure other people have made this joke, is that he essentially just turns into the cybug version of the bad guy from Wreck-It it Ralph. <laughs> like,
0: cybug what? it.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: fair. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, go on to four. Number four. Palm Springs holds the record for the biggest sale of any film at Sundance. By how much did it beat the previous record holder? Is it A, $10 million? Is it B, $1 million? Is it C, $4.20? Or is it D, 69 cents?
1: Those last two seem kind of odd. Like I've never seen something sold in increments like that. So I'm gonna say shipper, ten million dollars. You are incorrect.
0: Swing Blake.
1: It's gonna be sixty-nine cents. Or One million dollars, four dollars and twenty
0: cents, or sixty-nine cents. Sundance, 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 four twenty. Oh, I am afraid ah. it was sixty-nine cents. Which you have to recognize What the hell was this a flea market Like Andy <laughs> Sandberg was like okay but I want to set the record can, can it be for That and 69 cents Because that's the sex number uh-huh. that's, that's how it went down That's how it went down Alright we are one To bling Blake Zero to the thunderous wizard Do I have that correct I Oof. think that's right Alright so this is your chance to tie it up T-dubs Number five. I'm winning this. This was not Samberg and J.K. Simmons' first collaboration. They had worked together in one other time. Where did they share a screen? Was it A, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Was it B, Whiplash? Was it C, SNL? Or was it D, Invincible?
1: Ooh. uh, Barts and Tarts. Thunder's Wizard. It's got to be Saturday Night Live.
0: Ooh, that is incorrect, sir. Timing didn't work out. Damn Sling it. Blake, your options are Brooklyn 99, Whiplash, or Invincible. Invincible? Like the Vince Papali
1: story? No, no, like the
0: cartoon on Amazon.
1: Think. Come on. Think, Mark. Think. Yeah.
2: All right. So we have to figure out. I don't know what the, the, the Invincible thing is. I have to figure out if he was on. If Simmons showed up on Brooklyn 99 or Sandberg somehow has a cameo
0: in Whiplash, that is correct. Yeah. I'm going to go with Whiplash.
1: It was Brooklyn 99. Wow. Was clearly not Whiplash. I, yeah, maybe I mean, Sandberg showed on. up it was, in it.
2: It was like a, like a, like a teacher. Well, once see, there's the
1: comic relief in this extremely yeah. tense movie where <laughs> this guy is fucking abusing this guy mentally, like constantly.
2: Doesn't matter. I'm, I'd rather beat you one to nothing than anything else. So I was gonna say the, the winner
0: this evening was Bling Blick. I don't oh, believe wow. I said what you would win, so I guess you win J.K. Simmons' mustache.
2: Oh, I really wanted that pizza float from the pool. That yeah, that, that it that would be a great that pizza a pair of pizza flush. floats are pretty great.
1: Uh question though, wasn't Invincible after this, right? <laughs> it was. Invincible, yeah. That's why yes yeah. No, like, no in retrospect I
0: should have said they had worked together another time which time i, did it was, I yeah. thought whiplash was, was his, obviously
1: not correct as if you would have said oz
0: <laughs> oh yeah <that laughs> samberg could have of, showed up in oz in that, like that episode 2001 he when, he burns, when he
1: would have been like 18 burns a swastika in his ass and then, <laughs> and then rapes right. him yeah that. all one. right
0: all right all right i was wrong <laughs> but still won so technically still, yeah who was the most right here right each shit <laughs> all right so let's move on to recommendations Gentlemen, what are you recommending this week? I'm going to give it to T-Dubs.
1: What you watching, what you and what you got. Okay, so I have a, I have a few. Um, All right. If you love Andy Samberg, you got to watch the Bash Brothers experience on Netflix. I might have recommended that before, but it's hilarious. It's essentially him and another dude from the only island is Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco singing incredibly awesome songs. That does and sound really rad, actually. <laughs> perhaps the greatest cameo in one of the songs from Sterling K. Brown. In Oakland Nights, so trust me, it's fantastic. It's only like a half hour long. It's incredible. Um, I'm here for it. I just finished reading a book called The Mosquito Bowl, which was about a bunch of ex college football players who all um, fought in the Pacific uh, uh, part of the war of World War II. Later in in the war, so in 1944. So it, it talks a lot about their lives and the war itself and, and this game of football they played on Guadalcanal before shipping out uh, to Okinawa. So it really puts a lot of like like faces and stories to the war. It, it, it's just a really well done book. Um, so I would check that out. And then that led me to rewatch the Pacific, which is on Max. and It's a great show. But really, my recommendation is Thanksgiving. Uh, the Eli Roth movie, which is based on the fake trailer he made for Grindhouse, It was so much damn fun. If you like that trailer, the movie does so does an amazing job at channeling the feel of that trailer, even though it's translated to a more modern contemporary time period. It was awesome. I was laughing hysterically. Like it's the perfect amount of camp. Uh, great. It was a great movie. So I I'm super psyched. They just announced that they're going to be making a sequel to it as well. So. Yeah. Thanksgiving Thanksgiving.
0: colon leftovers.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Seconds. Seconds. Yeah, there we go. go. Yeah. All right. Bling Blake, what's your recommendation this week? I don't know.
2: I'm not going to go watch that movie. I'll tell you that much.
1: You are such a chicken shit.
2: (laughs) I don't want to have nightmares. Uh, Okay. So we just got off of Thanksgiving week last week. Uh, So I spent a lot of time with the kids um check out Leo on Netflix. We were talked about you know, Sandler came up earlier. So this is the yeah. Sandler cartoon on Netflix. It was cute, it was nice. The kids liked it. I liked it. It was definitely worth watching. Good for family movie night.
1: Who's Leo, his roommate? Leo's the lizard. Who's the turtle? Oh, Bill yeah, Burr. The, it's yeah. Bill Burr. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was good. It was a good kids' movie. Yeah. And it's on Netflix. So
2: I mean, look, it, when it comes to kids' movies, uh, if your kids are like mine, you're gonna end up watching that movie about 480 times so it's nice when they're you know watchable
0: it's nice when they don't make you want to die yeah exactly
2: uh and and on that note thinking of things that you can watch over and over and over again uh i'm coming back to arrested development man that show is good that's just that's it you can get it for free uh what's it on right now amazon prime netflix something one of them it's free you can find
1: it it's an old show right you mean, see, it should Bate, be on netflix right because they made think it's it, on netflix the new season yeah i think that's it all i know is that um, tricks are something whores do for money these these are these are illusions
2: gob it's so good so yeah rest development always and then my last one i mentioned it earlier i don't know why i love the movie so much but hot rod is great uh it's one of the first times we see danny mcbride Bill Hader's fantastic in it. Um, the it's it's the Lonely Lonely Island crew again. It's so the false funny.
0: mustache.
2: Yeah, it's just great. It's crooked. He fights Al Swearingen
0: with like Kenpo sticks. It's great. Ian McShane. It's so that, good. That's yeah. It, yeah. One of my our international treasures.
1: Cool being very good. Well, cool for beans. me,
0: this week, um, I have been picking up some comics. Uh, they're redoing the Ultimate Universe. So for those of you who don't read comics, in like 2000-ish, they basically reset all of the Marvel comics to make them kind of more contemporary. So they reset Spider-Man, the X-Men, the Avengers, who they called the Ultimates. And that ran for a good 10 or so years before it ultimately petered out. Well, now one of the, the better comic book writers out there, Brian Hitch has got his hands on the Ultimate Universe and is now reintroducing it. And the one shot that I've read, you've got Ultimate Thor, you've got Ultimate Doctor Doom, who's actually Reed Richards. You've got the main bad guy who is an evil version of Reed Richards and all kinds of interesting stuff. Brian Hitch does just real good comics. Recommend it. Definitely check it out. Um, Other than that, I've also been reading... Oh, God, what what is the Dragon Book... That's that every suburban mom is reading right now. Fourth wing. My wife's into it. So I have read no, the first. No idea. <laughs> I, I have no read idea. the first 300 pages of it because I mean, I like dragons. It's all right. It's it's kind of like what if Daenerys went to Hogwarts, but with like more murders and fucking. Uh, well, I mean, this is a really confusing. <laughs> like, comparison. Do I recommend it? I uh, uh, I don't know. But I mean, you know, I like what I, is I like. Dragon. What is it called? It's called Fourth Wing. Fourth Wing. I'll look at for it at the the bookstore at the airport. You tomorrow. are going to see it at the bookstore. It's that, and the 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 sequel is like Iron something. I don't know.
2: Seems like Fifth Wing would have made sense.
0: Iron Blood. Iron. I don't know. Hang on. Well, I mean Fifth Wing. Yeah, you're right. Fifth it's Wing would be Turgid Tail. <laughs> I mean. It is very like. Do you like bodice rippers, but also like dragons? It's that. It's gonna bug me. Hang on, let me let me just real quick Google fourth wing sequel.
2: Did you say did you <laughs> say out loud in a, like a serious sentence? If you like bodice <laughs> not, rippers,
0: bodice rippers. <laughs> What the Bo- fuck is uh, a bodice ripper? What do you how do you not know what a bodice it any of those like <laughs> Books from the last fifty years where Fabio is on the cover. So so update. Romance you novels. Like, you like yeah. bodice <laughs> rippers? That's and what a bodice ripper is. And, and is a romance just, novel? Yeah. Because they're ripping the bodice. The, yeah. the
1: under so you're in a suburban mobs book club.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, How it much called... Chablis have you drank in the last six months? I have had so many bottles of rose this evening. I don't even <laughs> want to talk about it. Iron Flame as you walk through yeah, yeah, the airport heard, bookstore, you are gonna see so many copies you. of Iron Flame. I read it on the plane to Nashville recently, and this lady stopped me. She's like, What do you think of it? I'm like, I like dragons. Oh
1: no. <laughs> oh, my god.
0: <laughs> I like I like dragons. This is neat. they're dragons, and that's cool. you're like the kid at the fair. I like this paranormal. is worse than the I time like, I, like I, like I talked to t Dub's
2: mom about ghosts. <laughs> New season's coming out, by the way. Forgot to mention that.
0: Ghost is good though. Paramount Plus. It's good. Wait, no. English Ghost is good. American Ghost sucks.
1: Ooh,
0: don't say that to Blake Blake. He'll never yeah. rip your bodice. I'll never rip
2: your bodice. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I admit it's no true lies, uh, but it's still shut,
0: good. shut, but shut your mouth. One or more of you will sew me into a bodice as is required for con next year. Just saying. All
1: right, here's here's a good story to close the show. I let my kids watch True Lies because obviously it's, it's Arnold. It's right? Father of the Year material yeah. right here, <laughs> and the and television it, show. And it comes to the scene with with Jamie Lee Curtis. She's got to you know, the, plant the bug on the arms dealer. Do Do it slowly. And my you, youngest, you, you mean my,
0: the strip scene? Yeah, he means right, the my. strip scene, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and goes, gentlemen, who am I kidding? Mom, he means <laughs> the strip scene. Uh, my youngest son goes.
1: I hope she takes the top off. <laughs>
0: Yeah, buddy. Us too. Us, us, too, us too, bud. It's not that kind of movie, though. Yeah. NTKM, yeah. Curse,
1: bringing it. That's their nerdy suburban housewife that had just read hot, what hot molten tail <laughs> was it? Oh, I she's heard... reading some boss and
0: then iron <laughs> flame, iron flame, which is nowhere near the, the the porn levels of a court of thorn and roses. Yes, Akatar, as it is called. let's wrap this shit up (laughs) all right well hope you enjoyed your time everybody we will be back next week with the closeout of our bomb comms with just friends simply dusty is there any other kind